This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. I grew up playing baseball, and I've seen a lot of parallels between baseball and fly fishing. We're going to talk about one of those parallels today. Let me guess, you struck out a lot in baseball, just like you strike out on the water. (laughs) Come on now. Actually, you're not too far off. One of the parallels between baseball and fly fishing is that you sometimes get into a slump. I remember my last year of Little League Baseball in Central Illinois. I was a second baseman and our shortstop was a kid named Mike Zobrist. His cousin's son, Ben, just helped the Kansas City Royals win a World Series. And I remember that the year started off well, but about a third of the way into the season, I got into a slump. And that was hard because Zobrist hit everything that was pitched to him. Me, I really struggled. Do you know what happened? I do. You went home crying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I probably did, but but what happened? No, what really happened? (laughs) What happened? happened is that I suddenly started hitting again uh, about the last third of the season and I ended the year hitting over 300 so take that Dave (laughs) yeah right yeah I don't know (laughs) well just just work with me on this okay yeah (laughs) honestly sometimes that's been my experience with fly fishing I I sometimes hit some stretches where I'm in a slump Uh, now has that happened to you at all Dave you know when I moved uh, to the Chicago area and began fishing the drift area of Wisconsin, I found it very difficult to catch fish. I had spent most of my fly fishing years in the West, you know, fishing the Freestone Rivers. So when I moved to the Chicago area and began fishing the Driftless, I really struggled. And it was really hard for quite a few years. And I had to really persist through some, some times in which I thought, man, I may even give this up unless I'm out in the West. And I talked to you when you'd call crying on the phone and try yeah. to coach you through it. <laughs> You've always been my mentor, oh, Steve. Oh, man. Well, today we're talking about how how to break out of a fly fishing slump. It happens to everybody. And we have four practices to suggest, and we're going to get to those in just a moment. In fact, we guarantee that those practices will work or you will get your money back. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah. Because you have all paid so much money for this podcast. That's right. Okay. Maybe not, but these do help. But before we get to some practices, uh, what are the signs that you're in a slump? I remember last summer uh, fishing on the Madison. I'm not sure it was a long slump but simply fishing on the Madison that day. I was using a smaller rod, a shorter rod. And I was just having a hard time controlling my fly, controlling the drift, and just distance, yeah. you know, especially nymphing. I really, some, there are moments where I'm thinking, I feel like I just started nymphing. Oh, I know. You know trying to get that fly out there and getting that dead drift out there. So um, they're just, you know, for me, a slump is when I'm in those moments where nothing is working. Yeah. I think for me, too, if I go on a trip and I go two or three days without a banner day, I I think, man, what what's wrong? You know, so why, what's why, a banner day? I, what would you say is a banner day? You know, day? a banner day is, it, it probably depends, but you catch 15 to 
30 fish, you, you land that many, or at least you're having a lot of action. Yeah. Sometimes too, it may be, uh, that, that I'm just not hooking them. That, that can be a slump for me. They're, they're, they're coming up for my fly, but it's like, I'm, I'm just a millisecond off. I, I can't hook a fish to save yeah. my life. That often happens in smaller streams. If you've been fishing bigger rivers and then you fish a smaller stream and you have smaller fish and you just, you're, it's just very difficult to adjust how you hook that fish. Oh, I know. I was fishing with a guy this summer on the Boulder, a friend of ours, Brand, and uh, we were walking up different sides of the Boulder River, and I couldn't believe how many strikes I was getting, and I, I'd look over when i get a strike, and and he would always get a strike at the same time. The difference was he hooked his fish, yeah. and I was missing, I mean, literally th- four out of every five fish. Uh, yeah, that's, that's when you're in a slump. I'd like to think I'm mature, but there are moments out there where I think, holy cow, what is wrong with me? Oh, I know. If I'm fishing like with you and you're catching fish or someone else, I'm thinking, are you serious? Yeah. You know, what am I doing wrong? Oh, I, I do the same thing too. If, if somebody else is get, catching them and, and I'm not, I doesn't matter if I've had three days of, of great fishing. Uh, all it takes is that one time to say, oh man, I'm, I'm kind of a lousy fly fisher. And, uh, and, we, and we know that. And um, <laughs> yeah, But, you know, yeah. we'll continue on with these four yeah, ways to yeah, that, uh, break right. out of the slump. That's right. So what's the first one? Okay. The first one is just keep fishing. I know that sounds like a cliche. It sounds like the obvious, but that's what baseball players do to hit their way out of a slump. You just keep plugging away and one day things start to change. And that's true on the water. Sometimes it's, it's the, it's not that you're doing something wrong. And I think that's the point. Sometimes you can't explain why right yeah, and that's okay right. there's no yeah. you know analysis that says yeah these are the three things that if you improved you'd either start catching fish you'd you know the drift would be better etc cetera, etc cetera. but i think you just have to keep casting keep mending just keep getting out there that's what i tell my wife i just have to keep getting out <laughs> that's there. right you know we've talked about a great rainbow run that we've uh, fished over the years in the uh, bear trap canyon and and i think i've told the story before about the day when i discovered that i actually had gone down to fish the Gallatin and there were a lot of fly fishers and and honestly uh, I had been in kind of a fly fishing slump on the Madison and I I I pulled up to the intersection where I had to turn west to head out to the bear trap and I just thought yeah this is I I just never do well out there I I knew I was in a slump and I I pulled through I I kept driving I, I pulled through the intersection and about a quarter of a mile later I thought you know what I, I at least have to try it and uh, that that led to the discovery of that rainbow run and not just the run but but even figuring out wow this time of the year they're hitting egg patterns and they're hitting these little size 18 uh, red copper johns and uh, really I, it wasn't that I suddenly got better that day or, or tried some new technique I it's just just keep fishing and if you do that uh, seriously some things will fall into place All right. So the first is just keep fishing. The second is another patently obvious statement, but really important. It's 
go with a pro, go with a professional. And you know, Steve does that every time he fly fishes with me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was going to be my line. Yeah. Seriously though, fly fish with somebody better than you are. Uh, Going back to my little league baseball days, uh, playing with a guy like Mike Zobrist really helped me up my game. Uh, I watched how he got set in the batter's box. I watched what he did with his hands. I mean, I was desperate. I watched how he timed the pitcher and, and that works in fly fishing. I've, I've watched guys and, and listened to guys over the years. Uh, yeah, Dave, not so much. No, seriously, there are times where he is catching more fish than I am, hard to believe, and, and I'll watch what he's doing. Uh, I, I think of a guy uh, named uh, uh, Jerry Hespin, a good friend of mine in Montana, and uh, the, the guy is a master of fishing with streamers. I kind of feel like out of, out of dry flies, uh, nymphing and uh, streamers that, that maybe I'm the weakest at streamer fishing. I, that, that's not my first uh, go-to, but I really learned a lot about streamer fishing from him on the Gallatin River. And, and so I would go out on my own and man, I'd, I'd catch fish uh, just because I went with somebody who, who fished better than, than I did. And often fly fishing guides uh, can be those guys. I know uh, Steve and I have fished uh, with a guy named uh, Toby Swank out in right and uh he runs the fins and feathers shop out well he's good yeah he's really good and and you know he'll say things he has a way of saying it and helping you improve without offending you and hey how about you just try this and and um and also uh steve's friend and our friend now dave cumling out in uh in montana as well who um really you know you just start watching some of these people i have a video of him fishing from last summer and even just re you know re-watching the video i went man that was so smooth and uh, the way he you know cast the fly up caught the fish netted it it was just it was really I was schooled yeah yeah for sure and several years ago actually when I first moved uh, to Chicago um, uh, one of my friends decided to start fly fishing as well so we uh, began fishing the, the driftless as well and so a guy named Mark Galley and and he brought his son as well to fish and very quickly they outfished me yeah you kind of <laughs> taught them at first didn't absolutely you? Yeah. They, they they went out and and, and I actually absolutely showing how you know the fly rods and how to cast and but very quickly they outran me and one of the things they did is they started nymphing and I was not really into nymphing at that point and um, and so that really forced me to up my game and so I started to watch and listen and read and and uh, began to basically absorb the whole you know skill of nymphing and it, it really kind of broke me out of my slump that I was having actually up in the driftless because if you're just fishing dry flies up there um, it's going to be thin fishing on some days yeah honestly there's always somebody who's a better fly fisher I mean that's just the way it is and you have a couple of choices one is you can be prideful and and uh, ignore them or or hate them or the better choice I would argue is uh, hey use that to your advantage advantage. If, Steve, don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I don't, Dave. I, I was kind of sharing this for your benefit when you fish with me. But seriously, the point I'm so desperately trying to make is, yeah, be willing to swallow your pride and 
and make it a point to fish with people who are better than you are. All right, so we've uh, made a, a couple of points here. One is just keep fishing. That'll help you get through a slump. Secondly, go with the pro. Uh, third, go back to school. And again, this is not uh, nothing mysterious here. Uh, take a fly casting or a fly tying class or, or read a book or watch a video, depending on your learning style. Dave, what works best for you? For me, it's watching video. Um, I simply, uh, and while I like to read about fly fishing, actually, I don't like to read about fly fishing. Um, I like, you know, obviously Norman McLean's book, A River Runs Through It. But outside of that, there's a few books on the topic of fly fishing. But actually to read how to do something, yeah. it's just I have to watch The literary it. stuff is great, but yeah, the how-to yeah, is the how hard. Stuff yeah, stuff is, is really yeah. hard. And, um, and I'm sure that's for how it is for most people. But, you know, God bless the Internet. Just a couple uh, months ago when we were right before we interviewed Gary Borger, I went online and watched a couple of his, uh, actually it was a DVD that he gave us oh, after yeah. we met yeah, with him. Yeah, that's right. You know, he has all these different techniques, the the C loop and all these different things and just really simple ways and really helped me improve uh, my casting. Wow, this is scary. You're going to catch up with me soon. I better watch <laughs> that video too. <laughs> you know, I remember a couple years ago, I attended a fly fishing camp at Clydehurst Christian Ranch south of Big Timber, Montana. Clydehurst on the boulder and Gary Borger uh, was the, the guy who, who led the fly tying or fly casting sessions. And I, I learned so much and uh, you, you don't have to ha- have access to something like that. A lot of fly shops will offer a, a two hour casting class or, or maybe a series of half a dozen fly tying classes, either for free or for a nominal price. And uh, th- those really do uh, help you. They may correct uh, the problems that you have, or they may just they may just refresh you or give you kind of a new vision, a new energy for what you're doing. The final point I think is simply try something new, maybe hot yoga or golf. <laughs> just yeah. joking. Um, so try new water. We've had a podcast on that, on finding new water. I think that sometimes will, uh, it helps me think differently. Obviously, yeah. you're looking at different runs. You're looking at different, um, you know, a different environment. So new water is, a, is sometimes just a good way to, to break out of a slump. That's right. Maybe a new time of year. Uh, just just the, the change in a season. If, if you're struggling in the spring or summer, you know, give it a shot in the fall and, and maybe you know maybe the, the browns that are spawning will be more friendly to what you're offering. I remember you and I switched we used to go uh, in the spring only uh, to Montana and then we switched uh, for a few years going yeah. in later mm-hmm. in the summer I think we even did a fall trip and now I think we're thinking about a spring trip again right. but fishing different times of year I, I swear to you if you're going in August in Montana and you're fishing the Gallatin and fishing all those general streams you're going to struggle to catch fish. Yeah. Break out of that. Go to yep. a smaller stream if that's the only time you can go. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, that, try something new. Try something different. That's a good point. Sometimes that slump may be as much of a rut as Absolutely. it is a slump. Absolutely yeah. that is. Yeah, fishing yep. the same stream the same way. Yep. Um, the other thing is you might need some new equipment. Uh, just this last summer when I was fishing the Madison, I think I mentioned this earlier, um, the friend said, hey, why don't you try a little bit longer rod? I was fishing an eight and a half 
five weight, and he gave me a really nice nine foot six uh, H2R versus H2 rod. So I tried that, and it made all the difference in the world. And it sounds like you're trying to justify purchasing a new fly rod. Well, I was hoping for the new fly rod for Christmas, but somehow I just didn't get that thousand dollar fly rod. You did. You know? But you got a gift certificate, didn't you? I did, but it's going to go not a long ways towards yeah, that, that fly rod right. I really want. But just seeing that, I am going to get a bigger rod, and and yeah. certainly for those rivers, you definitely have to have it. But that, you know, simply, I think it was tackle. Yeah, I mean, in that instance, it was tackle. Yep. So. Yeah, it's like changing bats in baseball. It, some of it might be psychological, but but sometimes you have to do something that that uh, gets you to relax or to re-engage. Or, or sometimes, like you say, Dave, I agree, you, you do have to have the right tackle. Well, that's going to do it for today. Uh, how do you fight your way out of a fly fishing slump? Please tell us by going to twoguysinariver.com and commenting on this podcast link. What do you do to break out of a fly fishing slump? Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. And we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast feed via iTunes if you have an iPhone or Stitcher if you have a Droid. Thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Fly fishing.